This is the Kitzer of the first Sicha of Parshas Truma in Chelek Chof Aleph on page 146. The Rebbe begins with this that's explained in the Rebbe Sichas many, many times, that the name of a Parsha is not just a name to distinguish this Parsha of others, but it's a minigisrol, Yisrael, and therefore the name of the Parsha actually expresses the content of what this Parsha is unique with. And this idea is understood from the Torah of the Balshamtiv that every name in Lashon Kodesh is the highest of that object. The same is true regarding a Parsha. And actually here in Parsha's Truma, the first words of the Parsha that could be chosen to distinguish it from other Parshas would be the word V'yikhu. And nevertheless, the Minig Yisrael is that the Parsha is called Truma. So that proves that we don't necessarily follow the first or one of the first words of the Parsha, but the word that's most fitting for the Teichen of the Parsha. So seemingly here, when it comes to the word truma, truma is found in Teire in many places. Chazal actually tell us, Esa Trumasein, there are ten different kinds of trumas. The most classical truma is the truma that you give to a kain from your produce in the field. So why here are we referring to this parsha as truma? It doesn't express anything unique in this parsha. Besides this, the parsha, truma, the main theme is the malacha and the building of the mishkan. The mitzvah of Asuli Miklash Vashachanti Besaycham. If so, the Parsha should have been expressing this mitzvah. Instead, the word Truma just speaks about the fact that Eden are separating on a Dover, but it doesn't speak at all about the building of the Mishkan itself. In fact, the question really is that in the order of the Psukim in this week's Parsha, why does the Torah first begin with V'yikhuli Truma and only later on does it give the mitzvah of Asuli Miktosh? First should come the mitzvah, which is the foundation, the mitzvah to build the mikdash. And then the Torah should say the details of how that mikdash is built, which begins with v'yikhul truma to donate. But instead the Torah starts first with v'yikhul truma. And seemingly the v'yikhul truma is only what Yidin can do. And the, the, the mishkan is really the dwelling of the shechin and the mishkan, which is, comes momayla. And it's, it's only the evish, which is kol yachal, is able to enter into a mishkan, as the Pasik says, and he comes down here into this world. And not anything a human being could accomplish. So why are we focusing on Truma, which is the Maise that a person does? So seemingly all of this could be answered by the following point. That really the whole question here is the whole fact that the Torah discusses with such a great arichis regarding all the details of the Mishkan, the building of it and every the measurements and all of it, it's something in the past. It was a mitzvah for that time period when Yidin warned the Midbar. So as the Pasuk says, so it's not relevant anymore. The mitzvah for all future generations is the base Eilamim, which is in Yerushalayim. So why is the Torah speaking about this whole arichis about the Mishkan if it's not in the Geil now there is a medrash that says that by learning the things about the tavnis hamikdash it's as if you're building the base of mikdash. Right? So, but that could only be said about the base of mikdash. Seemingly not about the mishkan. The mishkan has different measurements, different sizes. That doesn't not compatible with the base of mikdash. I mean, the first, second, and third base of mikdash are somewhat similar, but but the, the, the mishkan is completely different. But 
the truth is that there is a general outline of the Mishkan which is similar to the Beis HaMikdash, as the Rambam says, as the Kaidish, Kaidish HaKadoshim, and so on. So maybe, in that sense, the Mishkan is the source of the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash. And in fact, the, the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash comes from the Pasuk that it says by the Mishkan, So this is a mitzvah L'dayris. And even the details about who has to contribute and be involved in building, the Noshim and Anoshim, is also learned from here. And furthermore, we can say that the fact that in the beginning, the Eivishter only came down in a Mishkan, and then in later generations, then the Eivishter came down in a permanent place in the base of Mikdash, and so on. It's really, really all a process. The Eivishter comes down first in a temporary place, and then eventually comes down more in a base Elomim, in Yerushalayim. So in that sense, this is all Nitzchis. And therefore, even in the learning about the base of Mikdash, it really begins with learning in the, about the Mishkan. However, in Taita, when it writes about the Mishkan, Yidin wore in the Midbar in this condition, in this place, for itself. Besides the fact, and not related to the fact that it's a hachana for later, that it's part of a process of something else. There has to be something that's eternal about this, that the Torah is so mairech about the Mishkan for that time period. So the point over here is that there's a big difference between the revelation of Alakos in the time of Matan Torah and the revelation of the Shechina in the time of the Mishkan. Time of Matan Torah, the Eibush comes down mel Milo Lamata. Ni Amascho Vayered Avayel Har Sinai. After Matan Torah is over, B'mshecha Yevul Heimo Yalu Bahar, the the mountain becomes Chol. Shank in the in the Mishkan, Vaosuli Mikdash. Here the Yidden do an action, and through this it brings down the Kviyus the Shechina in the world. In other words, when the Eibush comes down mel Milo Lamata, so from the Eibush's perspective and the Eibush's reality, Enkei Chasapoil. And there's a dira b'tachtainim that's taking place, but in the world of poil, in our world, in our reality, in the tachtain kaf shaloi, there's no dira b'tachtainim yet. The ultimate kavana is va'osil mikdash that it should come from below. That to hear the v'shanti b'saycham should be in the action that you didn't do below. That's the main chiddush in the mitzvah of building a mishkan, bringing down the shechina from 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 the ma'isa of the yidden below. If so. We can understand that this is uniquely expressed in the word truma. Truma has two meanings. One meaning is hafrasha, to separate, and another meaning is to elevate, aroma, or to lift up. Both of these show specifically on the involvement of the person and the, the fashion of how the Aveda is done, dafke by a person. Because when you have a revelation that comes from above to below, from the Abish's perspective, it includes the entire world, Beshavah, there's no distinctions, everything is in this battle today, Beshter. When you have an Aveda that comes from below, see here it goes step by step, Madrega Acha Madrega. And the idea of Afrasha means that this is, what I, this is what I separate, this is what I do not yet separate, I elevate, and this is what's below, this is what's higher. That's the way an Aveda works below, it goes step by step. You start from what's more easy, and then you go more, more difficult, and so therefore the Aveda of, of Turman Afrasha really expresses a, an Aveda that comes from below. And, and really on a deeper level, the point here is that when there's a Gilead, that's mevatel the entire Tachta. Like the Chazal describe it. When it comes though to the Mishkan, the point is the Hizdachachos Atachten. To elevate the tachtim, not by negating the whole mitzvahs of the tachtim. It's the avoid of the person. The person's involved. He's doing. He's active. It doesn't negate. It, it's penetrating and purifying and refining the tachtim. That was the main chiddush of the aveda of building the mishkan. So therefore, the Torah and this week's parsha describes 
all the materials and all the details that are used for the Mishkan, 13 or 15 things that are used because the elevation of one material is not the same to the other. It's, everything is elevated on its pace and on its level. And the name Trume expresses this idea the most accurately. The name Trume is this Chiddush that not only is the Ebesha coming down with Maila Lamata, but there's an Aveda of the person from below. And that the person is mafresh, he separates, and he goes step by step, and akal covid, and then finally you come to the vasali mikdash. The mitzvah vasali mikdash follows after the vikhuli truma. So therefore, dafke in this week's parasha, when it's coming to express how the ikir shchina is b'tachtainim in the aveda vayid, the name of the parasha is truma. So yes, we do find that there's ten trumas in the Torah, but dafke in the truma of this week's parasha, this expresses the real essence of what the meaning of Trume is, that Yidin, with their Aveda from below, are able to bring down the Shleimus Dege Hamshacha of Shechina into this world. So that's the name of the parasha that expresses it fully. So now according to this, we could say that from this Ariches that the Torah speaks about, the Mishkan, there's actually a very important and eternal lesson for all generations. The Mishkan is built specifically in the time period when Yidin are in the Midbar. When Yidin are in Eretz Yisrael, and in Yerushalayim, and in Haramiriya, a very holy place, it's Eretz Yisrael, it's Yerushalayim, which is the Shleimus of Yireh. And the place of the Beis HaMikdash is Shara Shemayim. Building a Beis HaMikdash there is not an Aveda that's completely from Yidin below. The Eretz chose this place. The Mishkan that was built in the Midbar, which is a place which is a Midbar Ha'amin, Nochosh, Sarov, Akrav, Simona, She'em, Mayim, and here, such a low place, you didn't come and build a Mishkan. This is completely an Aveda from below that you didn't come to such a place where there's no revelation of godliness at all, and there you didn't build a Mishkan. This is the ultimate fulfillment of the, of the idea of what the Mishkan represents, that it should come completely from below. And this is a lesson dafke in a time of Golos when Isasenu Leire, you know, there's no revelation from above. Adrabat and here every yid can build a mishkan. We see this in the Rambam. When the Rambam speaks about the mishkan, so in one place when the Rambam speaks about the fact that every single yid chayiv l'said ba'atzmoi that is every person and his money should get involved in building the Beis Hamikdash. The Rambam refers to the mishkan as Mikdash Hamidbar. Reason is because when we speak about the fact that every single person should get personally involved, that we learn from the Mikdash Hamidbar. Mikdash Hamidbar refers to a time period when there's no assistance or revelation from above, but Yidin from below are getting involved. So this is a very powerful lesson for every person. When it could happen that a person falls into a despair, he feels like there's no holiness in his life. It's, he's in a place of midbar, layashav adam sham. Layashav adam means that there's no adam elyon, there's no revelation of godliness in his life. So there's no reason to, to fall into a despair. Because Adarabe, this is when the Ebishter gives a yid a koyach for vaasal and mikdash shachanti b'saycham. And dafk in the midbar, you're able to bring a greater Yisra Mina and build a midbar of Kedusha, which refers to Kiloy Adam. The Debesha is even higher than Adam, and you bring down, you connect the Debesha that's on a level that's higher than the level of Adam Alien.